0: Nihon no minisan san kini kenichi, kini kenichi, kinichiwa.
1: Hello and welcome to Famicast 35, your Famicast for April 2014. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. Matt Walker.
0: Hey, hey. What's up, man? Not a How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing okay, I suppose. Right. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, the infamous Mr. Ty Schubert.
2: Yo, what's up, dog?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's up, dogs? Um, so, yeah, last month, uh, James Charlton and I, we did a live version of the show, It's kind of like a last minute type of thing because it was getting really late in the month and everybody was busy so like one thursday night here which was like a thursday morning in north america and god knows what time in europe i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah we did that and you know i think it went it went by pretty it went by pretty well and stuff and uh maybe we'll try to do some more of that type of stuff in the future but you know for today it's just going to be kind of a standard kind of episode but we got some cool stuff to talk about so uh you can look forward to that And, yeah, so we'll just go ahead and get into it. So we'll be back after this short musical break with New Business. All right and Matt is actually going to kick us off with new business uh, this month.
0: All right, yeah. Well, uh so I've been playing the main, basically I well I always play Monster Hunter. So I've been playing playing Monster Hunter, but mm-hmm. aside from that, uh I picked up Famicom Remix 2 uh just a couple days ago here and I haven't played a whole lot of it yet. I just started uh the Super Mario Brothers 3 levels and started play- I got through maybe three or four of those challenges rainbow starring them, because I uh I'm the kind of person that I have to do everything at the highest level I can. So <laughs> I I like for instance on Family Code Remix 2, I actually uh rainbow starred every single challenge. So spent spent a good amount of time, especially over New Year's break break, playing that. That was a lot of fun. Cool. And uh this one, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody talks about how this one, you know, because it's got games that are kind of more well known and kind of considered more classics than what were what was in the first game, mm-hmm. uh or rather, the standards, you know, are in this one. So it seems like that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. I do. A lot of people do talk about how uh, in famicom cool Remix, the regular, the, the the stages that aren't remix stages, the kind of regular stages, they're all uh, basically like basically like bite-sized tutorials for actually how to play the game. Huh. I can kind of understand where they're coming from with that criticism, because uh, a lot of them, yeah, are like, like you know jump on the enemy. Like that's a, and that's supposed to be their way of teaching you like how to play the game or something. So it it can get it can get a little, you know, boring if you've played the games before, you know, you know how to play the game. Why the hell would you have to, you know, be told how to like jump on an enemy?
1: Maybe you forgot.
0: I guess. I guess. <laughs> um but it's always the remix stages then, you know, they they actually build on that. They go more more into like you know here's some crazy new mechanics here's mixing mechanics from two different games and here's a challenge for you which are always a lot of fun so I'm looking forward to playing that more uh but i just started getting into it so i don't really have a whole lot to say about it the other game that i was playing was uh middle gear solid four uh ground zeros so that came out
2: do you mean five?
0: Oh god you're right it's five jesus <laughs> yeah, i'm getting old <laughs> i'm getting old uh back uh, in the day we were lucky to have Metal Gear Solid 2 on the PS2, let alone 5 now. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, you're right. That's 5. Holy shit. Um, and I don't know, have either of you guys had a chance to play that at all?
1: No, I I was really thinking about picking it up, and then, I, I don't know, I think some of my friends they talked me down. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I heard that it's the, it controls, like, really well, and I think that was kind of the the main thing that kind of kept me away from any Metal Gear Solid game, or at least kept me from being good at them. Okay. Um
2: I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking
1: forward to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I personally recommend it. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm also that's that's the thing. That's the kind of game that kind of talks to my sensibilities. Like I like games where you know you you know you don't have to be stealthy, but if you're stealthy, you know you can you feel good about yourself and they're like, yeah, I did it the hard way or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, they and they give you all kinds of interesting new mechanics in this game. As far as uh, they don't give you a radar, so instead of that, then you what you have to do is in order to kind of spot enemies and and be able to figure out where they are, even if you can't see them, basically you just have to spot them, period. Like if if you can see them at some point, then that means you've tagged them. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: what will happen then is like, you know, if they walk behind something, like a little wireframe or something will come up to indicate that like you, you know where they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's really nice. And, And it then becomes a matter of instead of having to like, you know, use your radar or whatever, it's a matter of, okay, I need to get to higher ground and then just scope out everything and just, you know, see if I can spot all the enemies. Mm-hmm. And then once you do that, once you go down to, to you know, the same level as them, you're able to walk around and know where they are and, you know, able to plan, plan out, you know, where you're going to hide and whatnot. So uh, in that sense, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, everybody talks about how it's only an hour long. It's like, yeah, sure, it's only an hour long if you only play through, like, the one – story mission that they they give you to start out with but after that they you know you can open up uh, several more missions uh which you know obviously give you a lot more time to play plus uh you have the opportunity to you know find all kinds of collectibles and that's something else that i'm always a big fan of is you know devs giving you an option to you know you can either play the game you know if you don't want to play a whole lot of it, you don't have to. You can just play it for that hour and then be done with it. Or, you know, give you all these, what we call in Japanese, yari kumi yoso, right? Basically give you collectibles and all kinds of other shit you can do in the game. And uh, Metal Gear gives you plenty of stuff that you can find. So, in that sense, it's a lot of fun. And I got the PS3 version, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure it looks even better on PS4 and Xbox One. But Mm -hmm. uh, I think it looks great, you know, for what it is on, on PS3, and I'm pretty happy with it. So... Been, uh, it's been good. I, was, I think it was totally worth I think I only had to pay 20 bucks for it, actually, um, wow. since it was the PS3 version. Yeah, it's really not that expensive. I mean, mm. everybody talks about, oh, God, it's a $30 demo. Yeah, but yeah, it is, but there's so much that you can do that I think it totally warrants the price, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sounds
2: good.
1: Yeah, maybe I changed change my mind. I don't know, because like I said, I, I was really just wanting to get this because I didn't really have anything else I wanted to play on my PS4. And I was like, well, this would be a reason to play something other than Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely, definitely. I think uh, I'm sure it looks great on PS4. I will say that. I mean, my only real criticism against it is that, uh, you know, the writing kind of sucks. That the nice thing is they don't they don't give you like a whole bunch of cutscenes that you can't skip. They give you like an opening cutscene and then like an ending cutscene, and that's it. So there's there's no cutscenes stopping you in the middle of the gameplay. Okay. Um, but I mean, the story is shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are, are, oh. are you are
1: you playing in Japanese or English?
0: Uh, I got the English version. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm listening to Kiefer Sutherland and mm-hmm. uh, he also just kind of sounds phoned in to me. Like it's not it's it's there's not as much personality as uh, David Hayter. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's still yeah, it's pretty it's pretty enjoyable aside from the fact that the story sucks. But I, what do you <laughs> at, what you at any do? point
2: it's... does he try to sell you calorie mates? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm, let me
0: think here. Are, are there any are there any any cross promotions there? I don't th- think there were in this one. I can't remember though. Really? Yeah, Easter yeah, I remember. That You know, that's an interesting uh, aside there, isn't it? I remember in Metal Gear Solid 3, right, is when they put in the Calorie Mates and they had, uh, and then for Metal Gear Solid 4, they had this, it was a promotion, cross-promotion with some energy drink. I can't remember what it was called now. Yeah,
2: and there was like also like iPods and something. Yep,
0: yep. They did all kinds of stuff. And wow. I just remember, I had I had first come to Japan um, a little before Metal Gear Solid 4 came out, so they brought out this cross-promotion with this energy drink from Metal Gear Solid 4, (laughs) and uh, what happens is if you buy this energy drink, you would get, like, one of those uh k-tie straps, one of those cell phone straps that Oh hell yeah. It was like a cleaner though. It was like, you mm-hmm. know, it was like a little cleaner you could use to, like rub on your phone and like, you know, clean your clean screen off. And uh I just wanted to collect a crap ton of those. So, <laughs> because of that, I started drinking that energy drink every morning before work. I would oh. go pick one of those things up. Say <laughs> 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 so, yeah, I have a whole I still have a whole collection of them somewhere. Nice.
2: That's yeah. great. Yeah. You, you know, I went to the Konami store. I think you maybe you saw it on Twitter and I, I bought a strap.
1: Nice. <laughs> nice.
2: It's for gradius though. Oh, uh, even yeah. better.
1: Yeah, actually yeah. it's a yeah, it's a really cool strap. Oh, Ty showed me that one. That's awesome. <laughs> maybe I'll put a picture of that up here on the uh on the uh this thing on your phone that you're looking at, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So
2: Can I talk about calorie mates for just one minute? Go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh so our American listeners, maybe they played uh Metal Gear Solid 3 and wondered what the hell a calorie calorie mate was. According to Snake, it's a delicious square-shaped block. It looks like a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is great! <laughs> okay, so it's basically just like a little breakfast replacement bar kind of thing. You can get here in Japan for like, you know, like two bucks for a couple of them. It, it's, a, it's a little chalky, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... You know, I figured because Solid Snake ate them, and also they were promoted by Kiefer Sutherland in character as Jack Bauer in, like, a series of TV commercials, you know, I figured I pretty much had to eat them. Yep.
1: Well now I feel like I have to eat them. I see oh, them I at like, the you store do, all the time. right? Solid <laughs> yeah, Snake do. and Jack Bauer—it's <laughs> it's the perfect storm. <laughs> no doubt.
0: That's actually exactly why I when I I used to eat them every now and then. and That's exactly why I, I ate them too, is because like oh I've seen these in you know Metal Gear Solid three. Uh, although now that I think back, it, it's kind of odd that you know that'll that'll fill up your hunger gauge completely, whereas something like a snake or something, <laughs> even though I'm sure there's much more volume to it, you don't quite
2: fill it up completely. So. Yeah, and he talks it up so much in the radio chatter. It's like, wow, this is great. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Snake, it's a space-age food from the future. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for a good time, look up those uh, 24 commercials on YouTube. Cool. Definitely. (laughs) They're a laugh riot. Cool. That's all I had about
0: Calorie Mates. Okay. And that's all I really have about new business.
1: going on with you? So, last month, Sega released this free-to-play, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm hesitant to call it a racer, even though it has cars and you are in races, uh, racing game based on an anime manga that's kind of popular here called Initial D, and the game is called Initial D Perfect Shift Online. And, um, Ty, are you pretty familiar with this series, man? Yeah, I'm very familiar. It's one of my favorites. Okay, because I watched one episode on Netflix of the anime from 1998 and I noticed that you know the it's kind of weird because it's like this mix of you know animated like 2d stuff and then they have like 3d cars that look like you know sub dreamcast level cars yeah (laughs) did you watch
2: the the americanized version because I think that's what
1: was on netflix it's it's with japanese subtitles or with japanese voices and english subtitle
2: does it have all the Eurobeat music
1: uh I don't know I only watched like one episode
2: cuz it, it, like I'm not one of those anime guys or anything but <laughs> this is one of those shows where they like they americanized the hell out of it and they mangled it and it's awful mm-hmm. so watch the original version if you can
1: huh well for I don't know what the base for the music is in this game but it's I guess it's kind of eurobeat type of stuff kind of like techno e type of stuff and I don't know, for like a racing game, it's pretty catchy. But then again, like I said, it isn't like a racer. And, you know, again, it's free. And you could download it from the eShop if you have a Japanese 3DS. And, um, you know, it it focuses on this shifting mechanic. So that, essentially, yeah. yeah.
2: I saw the YouTube. It looked like just a timing game where you try to hit it. Right at the exact part of your tachometer.
1: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say RPM reader. (laughs) I know so much about cars. Uh, But. I don't, Matt. Did you have any interest in this game at all or anything?
0: Actually, I didn't realize that it was even out uh, until <laughs> you know I logged into Monster Hunter one night and saw that. Looking to see, you know, if there's anybody else that was going to be online to play Monster Hunter, and I saw that you were online and you were playing <laughs> something called Initial D Perfect Shift online.
1: <laughs> I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, that that was me, and. Um, you know, I I have been having a lot of fun with this game. I probably put in somewhere around like twenty hours or something in this free to play game. I haven't spent a dime and um yeah, so like it's like you know, Ty just said and stuff. I mean yeah, it's based on this shifting mechanic where it's just all like really timing based and um another kind of like weird thing too well, you know, because it's like a you know a free to play game, you you can opt in to like buy Credits in the game to enhance like your car it's about like you know building up your car, getting it faster, more powerful, that type of stuff, and just progressing and you know it can be kind of a slow grind when you don't have you know you can only play like you know i don't know thirty minutes a day thirty minutes per session every couple of hours, so it takes a while to you know level up your car but um
0: so then, can you get like this in game currency without paying any money to level up your car too? You can
1: yes both you, yes, you can it's usually after some kind of you know special type of race or after you you hit like a new level or something like that because cool. you know yeah, you have like different levels and stuff it 's like you know leveling mechanic and all that type of stuff as well um, but um yeah and one kind of, like, weird thing about this game, like, each car has essentially what could be translated as fight points. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it, it it seems to me, from my experience with the game, I've probably had, like, over 100 races or something, you know. And it, it doesn't matter how fast the top speed of your car is. Mm-hmm. If your fight power is just under the other ones, you're probably just going to get your ass kicked. Mm. And I don't know, another kind of weird thing, too, it's like once you get behind in a race, it's almost impossible to come back, okay. um, which is kind of annoying.
0: Um, All right. it sounds like a free-to-play game. I remember that reminds me when I was, uh, I was really into <laughs> uh, Injustice on iOS for just a little while. Ooh. And uh, I, I felt that playing that, I felt the same way. It was like, you know, no matter how good you were at it, you know, like mm-hmm. there's just a point where if, you know, the only way that you can – actually beat the next opponent is by uh, leveling your guy up somehow, you know, and then and then eventually you get strong enough that you can just beat him regardless of whether you're any good at the game or not. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a definitely sounds like a free to play game. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean this this is very much so just in that same vein of just free to play and just basically getting strong enough to kick everyone else's ass. And, you know, there's, there's like, a couple of different modes. There's, like, a quest mode where you can just play by yourself, level up your car, uh, gain in... There's, like, two different kinds of currency, this thing called, like, D coins, and these are the things that you can use to uh, purchase crap to... Like, the game also has, like, this card system, and these cards can enhance... Uh-huh. Yeah, can enhance your FP, so it can, you know, help make you stronger. And also you can use some kind of, like, a status thing in a race, like, you know... Go faster, or take you know take corners a little bit better, or something like that. So it's sure. usually in your best interest to kind of like go crazy getting like some of these cards. You could buy them, you could earn free ones and stuff. But typically, using like these D coins to get these cards gets you some pretty freaking great cards that really boost up your stats. Cool um,
2: card system. It, it, it's like <laughs> two thousand and three all over again. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's just my kryptonite yeah. arbitrary card system.
1: It's, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I, it's actually pretty deep. I was kind of surprised because when I first started using it, I was like, oh, this is stupid. And I didn't really mess around with it. And I wasn't really progressing very much. And then I just started looking into it a little bit more and, uh, you know, just kind of using more of these cards and setting stuff up, kind of optimizing my whole setup. And, uh, yeah, got pretty good. But, um, you know this game. It the title says online, but you know you should not go into this thinking that you're going to be facing somebody like online at the same exact time as you are. In, oh, like, really? Yeah, in like a head-to-head race. What it does, from what I understand, from what I think the manual said, and from what it seems like, it basically takes like your data of like some kind of a race that you did, and like you know that type of stuff, and then it factors in like your fight power and stuff like that, and then you race against like another. Uh, racer and these online battle modes and um, w- the cool thing though is I mean there's like this ranking system and s- so like each week you can you know try to rank into like if you're in like the top 1000 you get some kind of in the whole country you get some kind of special prize if you're in the top you know 300 you get something you know stuff like that so it's kind of cool and um, kind of gives you some incentive to keep going back and seeing if you can get better and better um, so it's kind of interesting and that's what kind of kept me back, kept me going. Cause I was like, oh shit, man, I'm like in the top 500. Oh no, I'm in the top 300. Oh no, I didn't play for two days. Now I'm like, you know, 732, <laughs> you know? So right, in, right in. yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's like another mode where you can just like race for those cards and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much a free to play game.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm kind of a huge initial D fan, so mm-hmm. I might ask you some questions here. Sure. Yeah. Okay, uh how many different cars do you have to choose from?
1: Initially not well, <laughs> not intended. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> uh at the beginning of the game, like only a handful, maybe like less than 10, but I think total in the game was like 23 or something. Oh, that's pretty good. And you know, you got the what is it the AE86? Yeah, what? the Hachiroku. Hachiroku and um, you know, there's other, like, kind of cool cars, I guess, and stuff. And um, But, yeah, you know, obviously, as you uh, keep unlocking stuff in quest mode, you can unlock other cars that you can, you know, purchase and stuff like that. Um,
2: yeah. yeah. Like, so, I'm guessing it's probably a lot of the really iconic cars that show up in the original manga slash show.
1: Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, <laughs> yeah. like probably.
2: uh so I'd imagine I'm. I would guess like you get the 86, mm-hmm. uh, probably an RX7, a Skyline.
1: I yeah, I don't think I've seen any Skylines, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was yeah. In there. Yeah, Land Evo. Yeah, and you know they, the 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 little different groups and stuff like that that I guess they would have raced in these mountains. And you know I guess Ty, maybe I don't know just if you could give a little background on what this series is like all about. I mean obviously it's some kind of racing, but like,
2: okay, yeah. Initial D is the story of this, uh, young racing prodigy in the middle of, a uh, small town, Japan, um, who is like secretly trained by his dad to be this amazing street racer. And he kind of, uh, it, it's basically, you know, street racing. It's about street racing and he's kind of reluctant to street race, but all his friends are into it. And it's like, Wow. I didn't know you were so good at this, Takumi. <laughs> mm. So it, it's a really good, fun show to watch. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it.
1: Um, and is it is all, are all the races and stuff in the anime based in like some kind of mountain type yes, of thing? Yes, all okay.
2: like, uh, all the places in the story are real places. Right. In fact, uh, like I just moved to Tochigi, which has uh, one of the more famous courses in the series. Ooh. So, some Ooh. of my nerd friends are excited about that. All <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, some of the places are in, like, well, um, Gunma mm-hmm. and, like, the other nearby prefectures. Mm-hmm. Um, trying and remember some of the courses. I'm kind of blanking, but <laughs> there's, like, uh, Haruna is, like, the main one. Mm-hmm. And in the game, they changed it to uh, Akina.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I read on Wikipedia, it's never wrong that it said that you know it <laughs> happens. It happens that the, the, a lot of the places in the anime and manga and stuff are based on real places, and maybe even kind of look like them. But you know, it's just sometimes they just change the names.
2: Yeah, I heard there was like some legal reason. Huh. So like the the Gunma Board of Tourism gets all these people calling all the time, like, "Hey, where's Akina?" <laughs> But, yeah, um, there's a really famous place, uh, Irohazaka, which is kind of like a, a tourist spot in Tochigi. And um, you can race on it in Initial D. It, it's just uh, like a, a mountain road mm-hmm. w- with a really steep incline and like uh, like 46 or so hairpin turns.
1: Giggy odd. Wow. Yeah,
2: for Japanese knowing nerds, that's how it got the name Irohazaka because there's one turn for every uh, part of the Japanese syllabary, and <laughs> I don't want to get too far into that, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes if you go on to it, drive up there, like monkeys will jump on your car. Holy crap. <laughs> or so I've heard. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I think they might, they, I would assume they'd want to get out of the way of some car barreling down the mountain or something, you know. But hey, you, well, you know, it, it, if you're going
2: down like this intense, like switchback road, you might be taking it slow.
1: Oh, that's true, yeah.
2: But uh, another thing, uh, initially, is kind of famous for like the TV show and the other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this great Eurobeat music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can totally hear it in this Perfect Shift trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of wondering if it's the same kind of stuff in the 3ds game
1: yeah um yeah there's some pretty kind of catchy like Eurobeat beat type of stuff and yeah i actually really enjoyed it i thought it was really fitting for the game um just for the whole atmosphere and stuff it seemed great um i, I actually kind of dug it
2: yeah like um it's kind of a big deal in the animated show and you can buy like like years ago i'm pretty sure the soundtracks were big sellers so that's good cool um, did you ever play the initial D Game Boy Advance game? No. <laughs> okay, because it was weird as heck, and I, had to, I, I bought it just because it was such a curiosity. Mm-hmm. And, like, Perfect Shift seems kind of similar. It's like, it's not a straight-up racing game. It's kind of a, like, a turn-based sort of thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you don't... You're not moving your car left and right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You choose how you take each turn like it's Dragon Quest. <laughs>
0: yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, so, um, yeah, you might want to, I don't know, fire up an emulator and try that out just to have your mind blown.
1: Track down a copy play on my Game Boy Micro.
2: Yeah, or do that. <laughs> I mean, I bought the cartridge. Yeah, it was cheap, too. So, yeah. So I guess this is the hit sequel, <laughs>
1: something like that. I mean, there there have been like initial D games on like all sorts of different platforms. Obviously, like arcade stuff, and then yeah, yeah. I was a
2: big player uh, of uh, the third arcade version. Mm-hmm. They had it in my arcade. We had a whole circle of people that played it. Hmm. Yeah, and so it had that great eurobeat music. Mm-hmm. It was made by Sega. Mm-hmm. It ran on that Naomi slash Dreamcast oh, hardware. Awesome.
0: Cool. Now was that a full on racing game then, or was that kind of like yeah. you know? Okay, oh, so it's that a sit down arcade
2: different. Yeah, sit down arcade game with the wheel. And it, it had a card system. It was one of the earlier card system games actually. Cool. So you could save your car as you upgraded it. You progressed through a pretty good story mode actually. There were like thirty story mode levels where you race like every character from the show. And it had that great Eurobeat music. Had head to head races. It's pretty fun. Cool. Yeah, and now they have like uh They've had a couple versions since then that are like HD and nice. And they had home versions for PS2 and now PS3. So, yeah, there's a lot of Initial D games. You might want to check those out. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, to close out Initial D, one other thing I kind of forgot to mention. You know, the visually, I think it actually looks really good. It looks a lot better than the cars in the anime. <laughs> um And, yeah, in 3D, I think it looks really good, too. Yeah, and look
2: at the trailer. It looks pretty. Yeah. They probably just recycled, like, the the resources from the arcade game.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, the tracks, they don't look, like, that breathtaking. But you're going by so fast that you can't, you know, really. I mean, yeah, it's like, okay, that tree is just, like, a flat texture. That this one's, like, sticking out to the left. The other one's flat. You know, whatever. It's not that big of a deal because you're going so fast. But one thing that does get kind of annoying is that the game does have some slowdown. Um, yeah, which can really screw up like your timing for the ships. Ooh,
2: that's <laughs> rough. That seems like a red flag. Yeah,
1: I mean they have like some every week they do maintenance on the servers and stuff. And I think this week, uh, I think April thirtieth, they're going to actually have like a new version or something that's coming out, like a, a really significant update. So maybe they're addressing some of this stuff. But I mean, it's I mean it doesn't like break the game, but it's definitely annoying. I mean, because you know, with the shifts, there's like different very uh, different. I guess, levels of a shift you can get. I mean, you can do a real shit one and then don't get any speed boost, but, you know, basically, like, the better your shift, if if you're to the perfect shift, then you're getting, like, a kind of a significant speed boost with every time you do that, and, you know, with this slowdown, that just kind of, you know, throws all that crap out the door, and it's just, yeah, really kind of
0: Yeah, for a game that, you know, you would expect to be a full-on racing game and it ends up just being, you know, gimped into this, like, you know, hey, time your your shift game. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Oh, a (laughs) WarioWare. Right?
0: Like, if it's all about timing, you would hope that they would be able to keep a smooth frame rate so that, you know, you could actually time things correctly. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Incidentally, that's why uh, DDR on Xbox is poison. No kidding.
0: Is DDR on Xbox? Does it actually slow down?
2: It does if you leave the background movies on.
1: Oh my god! Hmm, that's that sounds fun. <laughs> so you, just,
2: you turn them off, it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, like it loads a new background movie, and then it like hangs for a fraction of a second. It's like, oh, ah. Uh, oh wow! Why that's would bizarre. you do that?
0: Yeah, that's that's not cool. <laughs> that that's not cool at all.
1: Yeah, so I think
2: maybe the rage would add up pretty quick right here on initial D if it if it staggers a lot right there. Yeah.
1: Uh it it yeah, uh yeah. It it's not bad, but um yeah, if it ever leaves Japan, I don't know how that's if that's ever going to happen. I uh, you know, I think it's at least worth downloading and checking out for, you know, 20 Yeah, minutes. it's free. Yeah, exactly. The price is right here, so I mean, yeah. come on. But um yeah, so I guess that's going to do it for me with uh, Perfect Shift, you know, this will be Perfect Shift. Uh, I'm just going to talk kind of briefly uh, about Donkey Kong Land, which uh, just came out on the 3 ds VC earlier this month. And, you know, <laughs> I think in one of my uh, eShop Roundup articles, some some uh, some of the forum posters, let's see, who do we have here? Uh, the Sorry if I mispronounce any of these. The DeFalcos, uh, Phil, Pixelated Pixies, Azeek, PokePal, uh, Stratos and a couple other people were kind of talking about this stuff and you know uh, I, I've been doing like this roundup for you know about like three years now and I guess my main reason to do it is just to show you guys out there what type of stuff that you know Japan is getting on the eShop because especially with virtual console stuff it's pretty awesome and I know that maybe you think man fuck you Danny you know fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Danny. Uh, yeah I mean
0: I think that but it doesn't to do with virtual console yeah. man come on <laughs>
1: There's that, too. Let's
0: be fair. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, now that the cat's out of the bag. (laughs) Now, I mean, you know, there's always, like, a lot of cool stuff, and, you know, honestly, it just kind of baffles my mind how bad Virtual Console is in the West, and, yeah, I don't know, but I I kind of, you know, I think some of these guys were talking about some of this stuff, and I kind of had a thought, you know, because with the Game Boy Advance stuff, like, M2 handled all of the Game Boy Advance Wii U, you know, ports, and... I don't know. I mean, maybe Nintendo is like trying to set these guys up to do more stuff with the with the virtual console. I Honestly, I would love to see them like take over the whole thing because just whatever the hell they're doing now aside from stuff in Japan, it's just not working in terms of like distribution and stuff like that. I don't know. But you've
0: been playing Donkey Kong Land. That is
1: true. <laughs> so how's hey, that going it, for this, you?
2: Yeah, is this like the four-color Game Boy game? That, no, Is no, the, that yeah, what we're talking about? Yes,
1: the Game Boy one, you know, basically 8-bit Donkey Kong Country. Right. And, um, yeah, there's like four worlds or something, and, you know, I beat it like earlier this week. And, um, I mean, for a Game Boy game, actually, you know, I think it came out in 95. So, it looks pretty good. This looks kind of like a dumbed-down, like, Super Nintendo game. And, uh, you know, controls are pretty tight, and it's the same type of stuff you would expect from any kind of, like, a Donkey Kong Country game. Um so yeah, I, I'd never played it before, and I, you know, I love Donkey Kong, the classic Donkey Kong Country games and stuff. So yeah, I had a blast with it. Nice. Um, but. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Well, I guess that's actually just gonna go ahead and do it for me. We'll take another quick break here, and then we will be right back with Ty on the other side uh, for his new business to finish us off. Hell yeah. <laughs> Right and ty is gonna end off new business for us,
2: oh yeah, um well you know i I tend not to buy new games for some reason, mm-hmm. but uh yeah i I am big into game updates mm-hmm. you wanna hear about updates sure, okay, uh well, killer instinct uh got full Gore and Skullgirls got big band mm-hmm. now both of these characters are great and amazing fun to play, but let me tell you about Big Band. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know Mario Paint had <laughs> right. I know this is a leap, but stay with <laughs> me. Okay. Mario Paint had the cool music composition mode. Mhm. And uh you know, it's still popular to this day. People still make YouTube videos of like amazing Mario Paint compositions. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine for a second a fighting game character does that. <laughs>
0: I know, right? Wait, it just wait. blew your mind. You blew my I mean, you had me at Mario Paint, but now now I'm just I don't know what to th- I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know what to think.
2: Okay. What? You have a character that is jazz themed. All his moves come out of his like robotic body with like like set big saxophones or little triangles for jabs or a little squeaky horn, whatever. You hit his medium punch and a trumpet comes out. And, you know, you can just hit it and hit the guy with it. Or you hit it, hit the trumpet, and then you hit any button you want, and he'll just play a note. Hmm. And every button on the stick or controller or whatever will correspond to a different note. And you can, like, shift octaves or whatever. I'm not a musician. <laughs> with the stick. And you can play full-blown sax- well, trumpet songs with this character. Nice. Wow yes and uh, there's also a super move where you can freestyle in the middle of it so you can do it in an actual match as well <laughs> or you can just go to practice mode and mess around for hours wow, that's awesome That <laughs> so, sounds
0: kind of like the way the ocarina worked in ocarina yeah it's time.
2: A, it's pretty much exactly like that except cool. you know a little a little more uh there's a lot more notes you can play so He's when, he, when he plays a
0: different note, does that actually become an attack then? Or is the only attack when he brings out the trumpet?
2: The only, yeah, the only attack is when he pulls it out. Okay. So if you're messing around, you're just styling on your opponent. Or you're, or you can freestyle while you charge up a certain super move. Okay. But my advice to you and all our listeners is to look on YouTube for some big band uh, custom songs that people have made nice yeah so you can like you know just bust out the guile theme and then try to make a big comeback or something <laughs> some circus music just whatever your heart desires as long as you've you know practiced it nice <laughs> so yeah that's cool it's fun it's unique yeah. he's also uh voiced by rich brown who you may remember from uh the game trailers countdown Nope. Not ringing a bell. (laughs) Well, and some other stuff. He has an amazing voice. And I just finished his story mode. It's great. Oh, 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 oh. And the DLC is free for three months. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And uh, the other character they added through their Kickstarter, too. So you can get that. And, 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 if you have PSN+, Plus, Skullgirls is free during May. Oh. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, so you can get it cool you will get it and you'll I... play me
1: <laughs> on your ps4 the ps3 uh, oh, oh okay okay cool. it,
2: the the game is ps3 xbox 360 and pc
1: so you're telling me i have to hook up my hdmi cable to the back of my ps3 oh god yeah it's so much work
2: <laughs> yeah also the ethernet cable
1: <laughs> I, I i can do that it's easy
2: <laughs> no, no. Plugging in, plugging in the how, HDMI cable is
0: just horrible things.
1: Hey, I'm telling you the back of the PS4, it's like in this really bizarre place. And the way that my cramped little table with like eighteen consoles on is sitting up is just yeah. yeah That's my excuse. That. I'm sticking with it.
2: <laughs> okay. So that game's fun. Um but I've also actually by some miracle of video games been playing on my three D S. Yeah. So, uh, you might remember a while back, uh, I bought Layton versus Wright.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: then I lost my cartridge like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the first time it's ever happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I rebought it and it was only like the equivalent of $15. So mm-hmm. oh, that nice. was okay. So I've been playing that. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's good. It's cheap. And the Japanese is not nearly as hard as, um, Edgeworth 2, which I was also trying to play. Okay, okay, so... That's pretty for cool. For those of you with a familiarity in the Japanese language, um, some games and comics and things will easy-mode their text by showing you the pronunciation or the way to read the kanji, mm-hmm. like, with little tiny characters by them, mm-hmm. which is super useful, mm-hmm. especially for someone at my reading level. So... <laughs> So Layton versus Wright is just perfect for my reading level. Ooh. Nice, yeah. Uh, Edgeworth two is too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if part of it though is because uh,
0: you know, I mean, Edgeworth two—that's like you know, straight on Capcom, right? But uh, I know that Layton—Layton was actually developed by Level Five, right? So maybe they have like you know a different approach to how they make their games or something, or their content, you know?
2: Yeah, maybe they're trying to target the little kids. Maybe, well, I
0: don't know if it's that per se, but I mean, you yeah,
2: know. <laughs> or just scrubs like me,
1: <laughs> foreigners in Japan.
2: Yeah, that's a small market. Yeah, I was just
1: saying, <laughs> it's kind of a niche market. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to be able to
2: sustain themselves, yeah. aren't
1: they? They're going to try. The show's sure all going to try. <laughs> yeah.
2: So yeah, I I really like how polished Leighton versus Wright feels. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, it's got the really nice videos everywhere um it's got voice acting at parts and is, everything is so pretty mm-hmm. yeah it's great good deal how's the does it use the 3d at all yeah uh, like yeah it uses it i don't all know, right. i is don't know how good? to elaborate, elaborate there but yeah it, i mean it looks good cool it's pretty
1: yeah i think you know i played this at tgs 2012 I yeah
2: think. yeah i remember that i was there i think
1: yeah 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 that's right yeah and um yeah I, I thought, yeah, I thought the demo at least was actually pretty cool, um, yeah, yeah, there's only so much you can demo in a game like that, yeah, but yeah, still yeah, I thought it looked absolutely great. I mean, I really like kind of what you know level five uh does every time I think level five, I almost say factor five too yeah. um, <laughs> um no, but I you know they they I really like how to, how they kind of have like their engines and stuff like that, especially with the light and stuff, it always just looks really great,
2: yeah. yeah uh they're they're bringing that to the states right.
1: I think it's I, already out. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Well,
2: I, I like that game, so check it out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. let us see. Played a couple other things. Let's see. Oh, uh, yeah. I finished playing Resident Evil 4 on professional mode. Oh, man. <laughs> Got to get those achievements. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Matt was talking about stealth versus uh, shooting everything ever. Mm-hmm. So, I I was replaying Hitman Two,
1: mm-hmm.
2: kind of a golden oldie. It's fun. It's indeliberately very funny. No, <laughs> no, kidding. Yeah, it's got got those ragdoll physics. <laughs> okay. And like like um, so the Hitman Agent Forty Seven, his default guns are the Ballers. They look like yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> they, they're like they're like. Like a pair of twin forty fives or something, but in this game like they they hit with such ridiculous force that you can like knock someone back like forty feet as they tumble <laughs> end over end down a hallway <laughs> or like 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 end over end down some stairs like a slinky. It's the funniest thing in the world
1: right <laughs> in. realism
2: yeah. yeah, um, I believe. Like, uh, right now, or earlier this month, um, one of the Hitman games was the free game on Xbox Live. Mm -hmm. So, that's cool. I have this huge Xbox backlog since uh, I just moved. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been playing, but I've been picking up the deals and getting the two free games every month. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So, yeah, backlog. Got to do it. Got to play games.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm right up there with you, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, those Xbox Live sales are getting really good. There's like, they're, I think they're almost starting to rival Steam, kind of. Like some of the the discounts they have are really, really, really cheap, and nice. they're just not publicized as much. Like they have a weekly deal, and sometimes they have like a publisher deal on top of that. Mm-hmm. You just have to, you know, just keep checking, because hmm. they're not huge on the reminders through the interface or anything. I don't think they are. So that's it for me. Oh, except one thing. Mm-hmm. I actually bought um a unicorn in Japan, and by a unicorn, <laughs> I mean a Guitar Hero controller for Xbox 360. Okay. Uh... In Japan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> it, How much did that was...
0: run you? Was it a was it an expensive endeavor or no?
2: No, it was really cheap. I was just lucky. It was like, it was like uh forty. Bucks or so for, oh maybe thirty, thirty or forty for the uh, the Aerosmith Guitar Hero set, hmm. and the guitar is that particular guitar is really good, and as I understand it, hard to find now in the U.S. Hmm. I, I guess it's the Gibson one. Yeah. Right, yeah, cool. Yeah, and of course, used in Japan means effectively new. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. no kidding.
2: Yeah, like I looked at. The guitar, and I think it may have actually been new, mm-hmm. like it still had like the original factory wrapping and oh, man. Stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe I think maybe the person only played the game, or maybe opened it by accident and then sent it back. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the only way stores buy them. <laughs> maybe
1: you know. Sp- speaking of Guitar Hero stuff, I think like yeah, five years ago when I was in another city, like I found like a used Wii uh, Guitar Hero three like set. And like at the time, my mom was playing Guitar Hero back in America, and I was like, I think I went home for like summer or something, and I played it, and I was like, man, damn, I want this game, and I found it just in some used shop for like you know eighty bucks, yeah. <laughs> so I bought it. But... Yeah,
2: I have a whole bunch of like Guitar Hero, Rock Band, etc. games that I need to grind out for achievements. <laughs> got to get, got to get those points. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's cool. Cool, yeah, that's it for me. Uh one thing though, did you guys notice? This month was the twenty fifth anniversary of the Game Boy in Japan. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: How old do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Actually up on the, the you know the website Nintendo com, we have it should be up at this point. It, I'm assuming it is we have some kind of like a little uh, retrospective look with uh, several of the staffers uh, put in some of their thoughts about you know how what their relationship was to the Game Boy and like when they first played it like that type of things and it's kind of an interesting read so yeah you definitely want to check that out yeah
2: I actually uh, noticed the anniversary through the onion oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah like a good gamer Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I get
0: all my gaming news from The Onion.
2: Right? the the With the fake street interviews with like the same six people over and over.
0: Oh, no, I didn't see that. That's great.
2: <laughs> Let's call it what it was. A Tetris delivery system.
0: That's for damn sure. Tetris was definitely a game that a lot of people played. Although, I don't know. I mean, just talking about Game Boy, I, I played a crap ton of Game Boy and wasn't just, just Tetris at all. I played all kinds of stuff. But it wasn't until Game Boy Advance that I... Based, that that became almost like my, you know, my main system. And uh, I've always been a huge Street Fighter fan. So for when uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Revival came out...
2: Yeah, um, that was really
0: good. On Game Boy Advance. Oh, God, that was so good. Even... And they had even found a, a relatively decent way of, you know, having a deal with, uh, you know, the, only having four buttons total, right? So... Uh, god was it was that one of the ones where you hit you hit forward like or you you hit forward on the control pad and the button to do like to do like a forward or a strong or was that yeah
2: it was something like that
0: it was either that or it was it depended on how long you held in a or b and so if I, if it was a slight tap of b then you would do a jab and if if it was anything more than a slight tap, you'd do a strong
2: I think it was the direction okay i don't, I don't remember so clearly though, but I remember... I just, they put in a lot of effort on that game. They had new art for the oh, portraits yeah. and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that game was
2: fantastic. I man. Think, I played I think the hell they, out of that. Yeah, I think they they totally redid Guile's stage, if I remember. Yep,
0: Guile's stage and then Ken's stage. Ken's stage went from you know the dock to being like under a bridge in like like the inner city. And and like there was like on the wall there was all this graffiti. It was really cool, man. And yeah, they did they redid a couple of the stages. It was just it was just a fantastic game. I played the hell out of that. I think. I mean, I I put probably hundreds of hours just in playing that, like anywhere and everywhere. You know, it was the first time that I really had you know
2: Street Fighter a good st- version of Street Fighter Two portable. So played oh, the yeah. hell of that. Well, we're talking about GBA games. Uh, there, there are two GBA games I still keep going back to to this day. One is Gradius Galaxies. Nice. It's really good. It's you know it's straight up Gradius. It wasn't actually developed by Konami. It was like. Um, it was farmed out to somebody, but it's still, like, one of the most gradiest of gradiest games, if that makes sense. <laughs> it, it's one of the better ones, really. And the other one I keep going back to is uh, Double Dragon Advance. Oh, nice. Yeah, which Atlas put out, and it's really good. It's really challenging, and it just feels really good to play, nice. and it has an amazing survival mode. And That's awesome. Yeah, I keep trying to S rank it, but it's so hard.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, those are those are two excellent games. I think I had the greatest one, but uh Yeah, those are two games you can play forever. Yeah, definitely. How about you, Janny? You got any any great Game Boy memories?
1: Yeah, well, um, you know, my older brother, he first got a Game Boy Back in like the early '90s, and you know, with Tetris and stuff, and everyone in the family, you know, we all played the crap out of it and stuff. So my my parents, they got my younger brother and I like Game Boys too. I think that Christmas, and um I got like this WWF game. <laughs> it's it's kind of lame, but you know, it's just I was like in fourth grade, so I was like <laughs> I was so excited just to like be able to play this game on the go, and I could go to like you know we're going to the state capital, and they said I could bring my Game Boy on the bus. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That was just always a lot of fun.
2: I wanted a Game Boy so bad.
1: Yeah, and then I I think the next year I got a Game Gear, and I thought it was so cool, even though it wasn't as fun as the Game Boy. (laughs) Um, Not nearly as portable, considering considering the battery life. In my little tiny hands, I mean, Jesus Christ, man! Did you have the TV tuner? (laughs) No, I wanted that, but it was just one of those things where you know I was like in fourth or fifth grade, so. (laughs) <laughs> Where am right. I gonna get like that much money? You know. Well, if I yeah.
2: can go back to WWF for a minute. Yeah. Which pro wrestler did you pick?
1: Uh, I always like Shawn Michaels. Um, okay. Yeah, and yeah, and then my favorite character in the game was you. <laughs> oh. <All laughs> it, right. It's like you could change the name, and it like the portrait has like this question mark over his face, and it was just stupid. And like his theme music was the music, like the theme music for the game. And it was just awful. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) no, yeah. Awful is one word.
0: Awful is one word, but awesome would be the right word, (laughs) is what you're going for. I mean,
1: it was awesome and awful at the same time. I mean,. It was a competent game. It's just you know sometimes kind of just bullshit, as like some of those old wrestling games could be.
0: Oh yeah, they were they they weren't they didn't have the best gameplay or anything. But man, I mean, as a little kid playing those wrestling games was spectacular. I remember mm-hmm. I was totally psyched when they brought out the first wrestling game on Game Boy, and I can't remember for the life of me what it was anymore. But mm-hmm. for some reason the, when it comes to wrestling games, my my memories for the ones on NES stick out a lot more. Like. Huh. Uh, Russia, shit, what was it called? I think there's one called WrestleMania Challenge mm-hmm. and that was mm-hmm. the first one on the NES where you could control the Ultimate Warrior. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: You could do like a Gorilla Press Rest body slam peace, and throw people. Ultimate Warrior. That's yeah. right.
2: Yeah. He died like earlier this month.
0: He left us recently, yeah. Yep. But yeah, being able to Gorilla Press people outside of the ring like was like the greatest thing in the world when I was like, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. in my, in you know, uh, grade school or whatever.
1: Yeah. No, the, the this this one in question that I played was King of the Ring, and it was actually a port of like the NES version, which I always saw like pictures of in magazines. Like, oh my God, it's in color! It's got to be so much better. But it was exactly the same, just with color, probably. But you know, whatever. <laughs> right on. But um, yeah. No, I had a lot of fun with that. Other games too, like you know Kirby's Pinball Land, and uh, we had this game called Solar Striker. I don't know if you guys ever played that. It's a space shooter type of thing, kind of hard. <laughs> Solar Striker. Mm. Yeah, that one doesn't
2: ring a bell for me. Yeah, Maybe I, I played it. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I, I don't even know how. We just got these games. We didn't even like ask our parents. We just got all sorts of crap. And it was like, hey, this is cool. But, um, yeah. nice. I lucked
2: out. I mean, I got Zelda when I got my Game Boy.
1: Wow. I, I mean,
2: I... that's the game I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And for me, the Game Boy was a Zelda delivery system. Yeah, nice. I,
1: don't, I don't think I got Zelda until, like, 1998, and I got it for Christmas or something. I don't know. It was a long time after the fact.
2: But. Yeah. And then I spent most of my high school career playing Pokemon in one hand. Oh, yeah, of course. Do, doing my schoolwork in the other, because mm-hmm. Pokemon only takes, like, 20% of your attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, the Game Boy Pocket, the Game Boy Color, they're small enough to play with one hand. Mm-hmm. That's good.
1: I don't know. You know, with, with the original Game Boy design, I like that better. I like the big D-pad and, you know, the just bigger buttons and stuff. I really enjoyed that. And even, you know, when stuff started getting smaller, even like, uh, you know, 3DS isn't so bad. DS, like, Light, I thought was kind of terrible when in terms of, like, you know, the control pad. It was just kind of small for me. Um, wow. But, yeah, I don't you know. You like
2: I think, the old Game Boy better.
1: Just, like, the D-pad. <laughs> okay. It's, it's essentially, like, just an NES D-pad, you know, on a on a handheld that's, like you know, you can crush someone's skull with. Did (laughs) you ever see this third
2: party attachment where you could put this clunky thing over the buttons and pad and you would get like a thumbstick and these (laughs) monstrous (laughs) buttons. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, Matt knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know that
0: kind of stuff. Yeah. There
2: there was like, it was like a set with a huge magnifying thing for the main screen, which was actually good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Just a big magnifying glass over the main screen, which blew it up considerably. Mm hmm. And I think it also included a light.
0: Yeah, I remember I had I had one of those magnifying things, yeah. I don't think I had one of the ones that had the, the control stick kind of per se, but I definitely <laughs> remember, oh man, I had a couple of those different lights, right? Thinking that like, one, I was just like, you know what, this just isn't working for me, so I got another one, and of course it still really didn't, you know, do what I <laughs> would have liked it to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, Anything, yeah, I, anything, anything just I, to be able to play the Game Boy at night, you know?
2: I had this really ugly light. It looked like this like purple blob monster or something. Maybe by some chance you guys have seen this uh, but maybe it was probably for the color specifically like it would fit over and plug into the the link slot. Was and, it like a
1: worm light type of thing, or yeah something?
2: there was there there was straight up worm light ones, but this yeah. was like some nineties blob monster (laughs) monstrosity that was like extreme and hip or whatever (laughs) it worked but it looked like ass yeah
1: i don't know i never had a light for any of my game boys ever it was just i just had to get in like the right spot on the sofa you know to tilt the lamp towards me or something you know sure yeah that era of handheld gaming (laughs) blah yeah cool All right, well, that's kind of cool. You know, impromptu Game Boy section, that was awesome. Um, But yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to the news here right after this next musical break. Let's do it. So we're gonna go ahead and kick things off with Media Create Sales. This is for the week from April 14th to April 20th. Uh, in terms of software, uh, James and I touched touched on this last month. Yo-kai Watch, uh, you know, still kind of continuing dominance. Uh, 34,690 units. It's already up to over 750,000 units here in Japan. And yeah, I mean, we I, I mentioned this the other day too. I mean, there's a new anime that came out in, in uh, January and you know, in and, and a couple more minutes here, too, there's this other, there's this campaign that's going on right now that I think is just going to, you know, make this game just get into more and more people's hands, particularly young kids. <laughs> so, and, um, yeah, and this, you know, this does not take into consideration, I'm pretty sure, digital sales, this is just, you know, physical sales of this game, so God knows how many copies of these things are actually out there. Um, number two that particular week was third Super Robot Wars G <laughs> Gokuhen on the PS3. Everyone loves Super Robot Wars, right? Um,
2: Hell yeah, who doesn't?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I, I was I was in a stage of my life when I, I kind of did, and then I
2: just I experimented with it in college. <laughs> oh. There it is.
1: Is <laughs> that that time in your life? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's I guess going pretty strong for them too. One hundred seventy-four thousand units total. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 Online on PS4, it's it just released, I guess, this particular week of this information 31,000 units. Uh, Phoenix Wright and Ace Attorney, you know, one, two, three, Naruhodo selection. Uh, it's the first week on the 3DS. This, again, is the remake of basically 1, 2, and 3 on 3DS. There's like 3D visuals and allegedly English on the Japanese version, too. So good. Get yeah. you one. I need, yeah, I'm probably, I don't know. I, I always say I'm going to probably get something, and then I just forget, or I just don't. So <laughs> I, like, I
2: I don't feel super inclined to get them since I've played through them already. Yeah. But, you know, I'm telling you, like if you have not played this trilogy, it's one of the best games ever made like in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So
1: get it. Just yeah. get it. I probably should cuz I, I I had have I don't know. I bought or got one of these on my iPhone. And you know, it's basically like a GBA port, so it was kind of Right. <laughs> you know. Um, Matt, do you have much experience with the series?
0: Unfortunately, I don't. know. I did download uh that the iPhone app. Um I think okay. since since it's come out, I think, I can't remember, but I want to say that, yeah, they brought out like a version that was like, you know, a paid version, and then uh, they brought out a version that was essentially a demo, and when they did that, I want to say that they up all the assets.
1: Huh, okay.
0: I want to say. Uh, I could
2: be wrong, but wait, I Wait, think... wait, 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 wait. Have you guys not played through this trilogy? Yeah, can you believe it? No. <laughs> that's, 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 that's,
1: that's a thing that's true. <laughs> it happened, or didn't happen.
2: Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you guys? This is, like, <laughs> one of the top five DS games, like, ever made. I know. I, I'm kind of ashamed. I, yeah. Or GBA, but, yeah. I'll, the I'll DS punish version myself. I'll punish
0: myself. <laughs> I'll put myself in the corner later.
1: I, I, I will. <laughs> I, I promise. I promise.
0: Well,
2: yeah. well the, then you guys definitely get the 3DS version then.
0: There you go. Get the 3DS version, then we can have a have uh, a Hodo cast. And talk <laughs> <about it. laughs> yes. Well, I
2: mean, if it includes English. uh, well (laughs) the english uh, translation was really good Mm -hmm. yeah the
0: the localizers are really good on that series
1: yeah so get it just get it
0: Cool. there you go we got to do it danny
1: yeah we probably yeah we probably should talk about it next month
2: once you you do i want to hear your opinions about which cases were the best and which were the worst
0: oh we got homework now
1: oh yeah
2: (laughs) got it all right i'm looking forward to discussing this at length (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: when we have our Ace Attorney cast, it's going to be yes. good, our Phoenix Wright cast.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be 10, 10 hours long. <laughs> yeah, then it's you cool. can, like,
2: uh, after you play it, you can watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I, hoping... You know,
0: yeah, I have seen the movie. I have seen Oh, the movie. really? I've seen the movie, and then I watched the uh, the Takarazuka um, musical. Um, oh, on, the musical. On, That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, on DVD. So I have seen... And, you know, Takarazuka, in case you don't know, is an, all, an all-female uh, musical troupe. And so they do all kinds of like musicals and and stage shows. Uh, only it's all female, so the all female cast uh, will dress up as both you know the the, the male parts and the female parts. And uh, they did one for Phoenix Wright. I want to say they've done one for another Capcom game, maybe like Sengoku Basara or something. But I
2: could be looking that up. So <laughs> I remember uh, seeing a preview of that on YouTube. That's a real thing for our listeners: a musical play about Phoenix Wright. With a hundred percent female cast, wow, it's pretty yeah, awesome. Check it out; <laughs> it's it's peak Japan.
1: Cool. Um, yeah, Mario Party Island Tour on 3DS um, also kind of rounded out the top five. It's over three hundred thousand units here in Japan. Um, yeah, and. In- Obviously, you know, three DS is always going strong here. Uh, I think, like, yeah, about twenty thousand units, and Vita's up there as well, about the same. And the poor Wii U is down towards the bottom of the list, above the PSP and three sixty, but you know, still not doing much better than that. Year to date, not even two hundred thousand units. Yeah, doing pretty awful. (laughs) But.
2: The dream is dead.
1: <laughs> it could be. Oh, it could be.
2: Kidding, man. Oh Christ! You're not kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the way the way I see it, everything hinges on Smash Brothers.
0: You think so? You think you think Smash Brothers is going to save the system?
2: I, I'm saying it could, not that it will.
1: Y- yeah, I mean, I mean,
2: is... I, I I'm starting to get a little bit concerned that they haven't shown a playable Smash Brothers yet. Like they haven't exposed it,
1: really. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, the Smash Direct that they had a couple of weeks ago was actually was really cool. Because honestly, man, I wasn't really excited about this game at all. I, I really didn't give a shit. Um, but now, you know, I, I like the fact that they're not coming out at essentially the same time. You know, the 3DS one's coming out in the summer. And, uh, you know, the Wii U one's coming out in the, in the winter time. Be it this winter 2014 or, you know, 2015. Whoever, depending on who you talk to, opinion about this. But... You know, oh, yeah, uh,
2: I definitely have a lot of opinions about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think it's cool that they're kind of giving each of the games room to breathe, which is good. But, you know, 3D, I don't know. They, they should have just probably done it with the Wii U version first because everybody has a 3DS. <laughs> so it's not that's not the problem here. Yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, Ty, what do you think, man, uh, as far as having them release the 3DS version to, a, a full, you know, X number of months before the Wii U version?
2: Well, I could see the idea that they're since the 3ds is so much popular than the Wii U, they could actually be using it as kind of like a preview tool, kind of kind of some bait, like, "Hey, check this out! You can right. get it on the Wii U on your big TV." <laughs> but on the other hand, uh, fighting games on portables are they're so self defeating; it's just they don't work because all right the idea of a fighting game or smash brothers game whatever the idea is you play it with your friends mm-hmm. and on a portable it, it it becomes a little rough like either every all your friends are gonna have to own it or it's gonna have to uh have like the one cartridge tran- data transfer sure. and I mean that's nice, but it's also inconvenient. Like it'll probably take time to transfer, and be a pain in the butt. And it's just—it's just makes so much more sense to have a fighting game or Smash Brothers game on a A setup with multiple controllers. I mean, like you know, I played a lot of portable fighting games. We were just talking about one and how good it was, (laughs) but like, how often did you play that against another person? Too.
0: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, like... Literally sure. never. Yeah, never, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. like... I also, I also played the hell out of Super Street Fighter 4 on my 3DS,
2: but, yeah, I never played that with anybody.
1: I yeah, did play like, it
0: online. I, did play I played, it on I a
1: played with you once, Matt. Yeah. That's right, on, yeah, we online. Online. Yeah. Yeah, online, yeah. I remember like,
2: that. I was a big fan of Jump Superstars, if you remember oh, that yeah. game. Sure, yeah. It was vaguely Smash Lake with a lot of fun customization, but, like, you know, I never played against anybody because it's a portable game
1: yeah i mean i actually i'm holding the cartridge in my hand right now
2: (laughs) jump superstars
1: (laughs) yeah jump superstars oh
2: yeah let's play it sometime
1: okay yeah because i mean like you said i've never played this game with anybody else i think when i bought it i went it was like as my first time to japan and i went back to america and you know nobody wanted to play with me (laughs) so (laughs) whatever
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right maybe we could uh i don't Maybe we could s- stream that with like some awkward webcam placement.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: this is getting exciting.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, getting back to the 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 charts, uh, it's interesting to see Mario Party. It's good to see that they at least sold you know three hundred thousand units in Japan so far. Just because, yeah. God, when that game came out uh, overseas, right, it didn't. It got all kinds of bad press because it was kind of a crappy game, right? And I don't think it sold at all. So. It's good to see that, you know, Nintendo can at least get a couple copies sold in their homeland for that one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, man, I mean, it just seems like anything, like, Nintendo published on 3DS usually sells hundreds of thousands of copies. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it seems like. I mean, there's Free probably, money! Yeah, I mean, there's probably, you know, a few exceptions here and there, but generally, this stuff's always, you know, flying off the shelves. It's pretty crazy.
0: It's pretty good, yeah, pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at... Ace Attorney there, it looks like it only did about 26,000 copies, it isn't a whole lot, but yeah. you know, but <laughs> yes, I mean, that's just it's it a remake. Is, <laughs> yeah, and
1: it is just the first week too, so, well, <laughs> so it's only going to probably get worse from here. <laughs> Oof. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know, I, you know, I, I, I'm I always interested in this type of stuff, you know, sales data and stuff. It's always fascinating to me uh, to see kind of where all this stuff's going, but yeah, With Wii U, not good. So. Needs
2: help. It needs help.
1: Yeah,
2: but sure. seriously, like, um, I am open to the idea of having a system for one game. Hmm. That game being Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. There you if go. If it's good enough.
0: <laughs> if it's good enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, the Wii for me was basically, uh, a, a one game system, which was Smash Brothers. Not Wii Music. No. okay (laughs) I mean I bought the Wii when it came out and I played you know like WarioWare and Resident Evil 4 and they were pretty good but you know first couple months you know I'm done with those just put in Smash Brothers never (laughs) literally never take the disc out of the system again Nice, cool and I have a hunch that's what the Wii U will be for me
1: Cool. Well, I guess that kind of does it for uh, sales status stuff. So we have a couple of other little bits of news.
0: Uh. So yeah, and I, I had not known about this until uh, I had heard about it on on the web. But yeah, apparently uh, there's a new Ace Attorney game coming out. I think it's called Dai Gyakuten Saiban, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's going to take place in the age the Meiji era of Japan. So <laughs> yeah, uh, from from what I had seen on the um, the trailer there, it looked like it was only uh, just a couple pieces of key art, you know, with some music playing. And, and it was really playing up the kind of Japanese perspective since it's, mm-hmm. you know, it takes place in Meiji era Japan. Which uh, I was, as I was watching, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of like this kind of stuff. I've always been a fan of the kind of, you know, like when they have like the sakura, the cherry blossoms, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the stuff that they consider to be very wa, very Japanese. Um, and yeah that's there, it's there's it's very nice imagery to me mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool to
2: to see that. oh yeah yeah i I have some things to say about this go <laughs> that seems uh very cool. it reminds me of another game i played mm-hmm. um okay it's it's another one of those games that's so weird I had to buy it, <laughs> okay. maybe I talked about it before but um okay s n k put out uh a dating sim game <laughs> <laughs> that was all of the characters from th- it's fighting games mm-hmm. with a couple others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like, um, well, they released three of them and they were for cell phones mm-hmm. and they put them all together as a DS game. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, there was, uh, the first two, which was mostly like King of Fighters and Fatal Fury characters. And so you're, like, you're
0: saying, you're saying yes. that I can woo, my Shiranui is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, I need, exactly.
0: I, I need to find this.
1: There's
2: a chance if you're into <laughs> married chicks. My
0: Shiranui is, is she actually technically married to Andy? Is that the way it works in the y- in the canon y- there?
2: Yeah, that that's canon. Oh God. Well, yeah, yeah, he shows up too. That's convenient because I'm married too, so that's <laughs> <laughs> great. Okay, so so the third one of those games was uh Samurai Showdown, mm-hmm. where you can uh, interact with. Uh, those fine ladies of uh, whatever era that was. <laughs> my my history isn't so hot. Maybe that's Meiji era. I think before
0: that, way before. Yeah, that, but...
2: maybe bef- way before that.
1: Mudamachi bakufu. Trust me, I don't know.
2: Yeah, a long time ago, the yeah. samurai era.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: So yeah, so uh, that immediately came to mind when I heard they're doing a new uh, Ace Attorney game. In ye old Japan,
0: yeah. yeah, I have I was to wonder. To... Talking about S and K here now, I'm, now I'm, you got me thinking about. As soon as you said S and K, I started thinking, oh, I wonder if he's going to talk about the Neo Geo Pocket. But I guess that wasn't that <laughs> and talk about that awesome S and K versus Capcom fighting game they had. So good! Ago. Oh, that was such so a good, good
2: game! Oh my! And God. that amazing thumbstick. Yes, that thumbstick. Oh, oh. sex. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: good.
2: So oh. good. Oh, in oh, the Card Fighter game. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't play that one, but it
0: looked awesome.
1: <laughs> it was good. I even thought it looked awesome. I mean, yeah.
2: But anyway, I have to wonder for this new Ace Attorney game, do you play as the ancestors of Phoenix Wright and Edgeworth?
0: I think you do because the, I remember the name of the character is. The, the the surname was Naruhodo but I can't remember what the what the given name was unfortunately. So but yeah it does it does look like you will be playing some kind of ancestor to uh Phoenix right
2: yeah and and I um so Edgeworth in Japan his name is like Mitsurugi Reiji. and that and he seems like this really high class guy. He seems to be the type that would be descended directly from a samurai.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, we'll get to find that, that, out. That, that, was, that was the
2: impression I got. Right. Like, you know, I'm not a Japanese person or anything with a keen intuition for this sort of thing. But This is when
1: we need Minoru on here to be like, Minoru, please tell us the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah tell
2: us about Japanese history and, like, the <laughs> etymology of names and all sorts of things. Yes. Uh, yeah. We'll that have to have
0: Minoru, Minoru then on our Phoenix Wright cast, and yeah. he'll actually be able to explain everything. It'll be awesome.
1: He'll be oh, like the judge or something, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah, he'll be the Saibon Cho. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, that sounds fun. Cool. <laughs> Anybody want to place bets on it coming to the West?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what, Pokemon Conquest? Like the Pokemon mix mashup with, oh, what the heck is it? The the, the thing. It's like a re- RTS type of thing. Oh, my God. Ugh. Whatever well that it was like based in like um you know uh, Nobunaga's ambition or something yeah that oh, yeah. Like, right, ambition, right, like that yeah. mashup that came out in America, that was kind of weird,
2: oh, yeah, it came out,
1: yeah, so many,
2: oh, are we talking about nobunaga's ambition,
1: well, like they <laughs> the the, <laughs> the mashup the... between Pokemon and that, I mean, yeah, wow. I guess, Nobunaga's ambition coming out in the West is kind of bizarre in itself, but. Yeah, for it to happen, I think that was like in two thousand eleven or two thousand. With a mashup
2: with Pokemon. Oh my god, was yeah. that
0: that long ago? I thought it yeah. hadn't. I thought it hadn't come out yet. Jesus, I'm old. Twenty <laughs> fifth anniversary. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Man, um, yeah. Well. <laughs> uh i guess to finish up news uh there's you know i mentioned uh yokai watch up there uh just a couple minutes ago uh right now here there is a campaign for a free game you get like this free game voucher anytime you purchase a uh 3ds ll or xl as you know it in the west uh starting april 26th uh gamers who purchase this you know the new system will get this voucher it's it's a monthly campaign so uh these games are going to change every month, but the first two games for the month of May are Animal Crossing: New Leaf and Yokai Watch. So, uh, people that buy them could get like a digital version of these games, and they can keep these vouchers all the way up until like September 30th. So, if like let's say this month you're like, ah, oh, I don't want any of these games, you could wait and pray that next month there'll be something that you want to play. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> there are apparently three new Pokemon-themed 3DS coming out here. As well, uh, they have something to do with you know uh, this new Pokemon movie that's coming out, and also to support like the Japanese like Japanese soccer teams. Uh, <laughs> and they're available in like three different colors, like a red, white, and a blue. And they have like uh, I, I picked this up from like a story on our site. Uh, I don't know any of these Pokemon or whatever. I, <laughs> Uh, Ash, Xerneas, Vito, (laughs) on the front, and then, like, Pikachu and Beyonce. Is it, like, Beyonce's sister on the back? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon fans hate me now. That's fine. Um, But it's kind of weird because they're just giving these away at, like, specific locations of, like, three specific teams here. Like, one, I guess, FC Tokyo, I'm assuming Football Club Tokyo, Yokohama, Mary knows, and then Udala Reds. Actually, that's pretty close to where I live. They play uh, not too far away. So I guess I technically could maybe get one of these super limited edition systems. But probably not. But probably not. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess to to round it out, in the vein of Yokai Watch, uh, it, Famitsu had said that it has actually shipped a total of 1 million units here. Uh, you know, like we said earlier, it's just kind of under 800,000 units sold here. Um, and yeah, yo Watch 2, there's like two different versions. It's kind of, you know, they're kind of doing like the Pokemon thing. Uh, there's a one version that's called Ganso and the other one's called Honke and they're set to release on July 10th. Um, so yeah, really big, it's getting really big and just going to continue to do so it looks like. So. Yeah, good
0: for them, man. I remember when they, uh, God, a couple years back when they had announced all those different, uh, you know ips that they were going to put out and they were going to mm-hmm. put all these different you know games out for 3ds and everything and mm-hmm. uh just level five since then had not been doing well right um, yeah and it seems like after all that struggle you know like they finally put out yokai watch and that's doing well so good for that and then uh what's that uh wonder flick right remember they put out wonder flick which is this uh free-to-play mobile game and mm-hmm. smartphone game and that was that was something else that you know they've been talking about for the longest time. They finally did, and then there were all these problems with it where, you know, servers were going down and stuff. And so it seems like, that I don't know if they're making any money on that or not. But at least you know they're they're finally starting to get some games out, and they're and at least some of them are starting to be successes like Yokai Watch. So that's good to mm-hmm.
1: know. Yeah, 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 and. Yeah, so it's always good to see and hopefully we can see some new cooler IPs uh from them. You know what, there's Layton seven <laughs> that's like some kind of bizarre Layton spin off that's coming to smartphones and like three D S and other stuff too. So I mean yeah, they're they're definitely just going out there with just different stuff. I mean, yeah, I guess Layton having being attached isn't really going out there too far, but um <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's it's great to see, you know, developers and publishers willing to do this type of stuff. So
0: just you just think about it, you know, you think about how Level 5, when when they were in their prime during the DS days, right, that's when everybody was like, oh yeah, you know, Nintendo, Nintendo just prints money, you know, Level 5 just prints money. These yeah. guys are going to be around forever, and then right around the transition from DDS, DS to 3DS, that's when everybody just started, like, falling into the shithole, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah, so like there was this game that they released, it's called Time Travelers, it was on 3DS and... Uh, and Vita also, and I got it, and it's it's cool, but it's like it's this new idea, but it like just totally flopped, like nobody gave a shit, and it's like oh man, and it's kind of like one of those duds that just happened in that period, you know, unfortunately.
0: But, yeah, and a lot a lot of their stuff had done that, right? I mean, uh what was that one that they did with Ghibli? Nino Kuni.
1: Yeah, 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 the DS one, man. I mean, dude, it just. Fucking nobody cared. I mean, I f- I found like a copy of the game with the big ass book and everything for like essentially twenty bucks, and of course I bought it because it's cool as hell.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, us too. We nobody
2: cares. Day. That that'll be the title of our f- podcast from now on. <laughs> <laughs> we you nobody cares.
1: <laughs> so sad. So sad, but so true. Yeah. It's uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, um, yeah, I guess that's going to go ahead and wrap up the news. So we'll take another short break and then we're going to go ahead and close out the show. All right, so we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give you our Twitter handles, all that type of stuff. Uh, if you want to follow our official Famicast Twitter handle, it's at the Famicast. Um, yeah, we have... I, I'm, I guess I'm primarily in charge of it, so you can blame or praise whatever you want about that thing. But uh, typically talking about stuff about the episode or maybe just something, interacting with you guys, if you have something to say about the episode. Uh, you know, last month we got... Uh, several people following and we got some pretty cool interactions on Twitter. I, I enjoyed that. And, uh, yeah, please keep them coming. Um, that's, that's a really good way to get a hold of us. And then, you know, we also have our individual Twitter handles, and uh, mine is at DannyBiv. And uh, how about you, Matt?
0: Mine is GypsyOtoko, G-Y-P-S-Y-O-T-O-K-O. Cool.
1: And Ty, how about you, man? Super Cat Drugs. You can never I love that, that one. Name. That's, that's it's, always a good one. It's, yeah, it's that's so awesome. good.
2: That's a top-tier name.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You gotta be careful; you don't get hacked. You know, you might get hacked if somebody wants that one. Man. That? Yeah, it's Just like
2: having a a low ICQ number back in the day. Yeah. Who remembers ICQ?
0: Oh yeah, raise your hand.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you have a five digit number. Too bad the Russians have it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, I guess that's gonna go ahead and close it. Close us out for this month. Uh, Ty, thanks for coming on, man.
2: Oh, always a pleasure.
1: Yeah, and Matt, thanks for uh, you know, taking some time to be with us today. Thank you. Cool. All right, we'll catch you guys next month. See ya.
2: Peace.